Welcome to the Life Atelier podcast. I'm Emma Lavelle, I'm your host, and today I have an exercise for you. We're, we're kind of doing it upside down because normally I like to go through a little of the theory, bring you into an idea, bring you with me, and then give you an action step or homework. But I've had an action-taking kind of week, and I think this will benefit you the most if you start by doing this exercise. So if you haven't got pen or paper, um, go grab some, grab a cup of tea if you can as well, or, or a coffee if you are so inclined, and, um, or a cocktail, depending on what time of day it is. No, get, get a, <laughs> you can get a coffee, probably in the morning. <laughs> uh, so a little background to this exercise. I had on, where are we now? Today's Sunday, Friday, Friday morning, we had um, Storm Eunice, I think she was called. I don't know why they always give them women's names, but anyway, we had the storm here in Normandy, exactly the same storm apparently that you had in the south of England, if you're listening to this, because I have discovered we share weather. <laughs> we share weather in Normandy and the south of England. And it was howling and you know, one of those storms where you think it's going to potentially be like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. And um, and yes, that your roof is going to levitate the entire house up with it. And I'll wake up somewhere with a witch under the, under the house and Rita as the millennial version of Toto. But it didn't. And even though there was a lot of damage, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> The only downside was I lost my electricity, which happens a lot here. So I had a couple of hours, about six hours without electricity, which was kind of nice, actually. My beautiful clients rescheduled. If you're listening, thank you. One day I will live with normal technology again. Um, but at the moment, this is the status of the countryside rural business. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I took advantage, did some planning. Um, and then on Saturday, yesterday, it was still miserable, it was still raining, it was still bleak. And I was walking Rita and I went through, we have these like little lanes that go between, um, I call them the Hobbit lanes if you've seen them on Instagram. I've done lots of videos of them. And <laughs> as I was walking along, feeling pretty grumpy I have to say because it was so muddy and I was just cold and oh, I was just grumpy it was just grumpy my woolly hat suddenly was removed from the top of my head by a long bramble and as I turned back I could see my woolly hat like levitating above me there's a lot of levitating going on this week and, and I was I was so furious because I was already grumpy and I went and I grabbed my hat. And as I grabbed it, the bramble, like, re I don't know how to describe it. It, like, boomeranged back. And then it hit me in the face. And I had to come home and use tweezers to remove the thorns from around my eye. And I just couldn't believe it. So I was so just cross and stressed and, and annoyed by that. And... I suddenly started to think about a podcast that I've been listening to with Danielle Leslie this week, where she was talking about 
how she became successful and she had started in a really rough place. Her first business failed and she ended up in, I think, $100,000 of debt, uh, but from, <laughs> I, I'm going to say, oh, but from university, you know, like that makes a difference when you're worried about paying it back. But um, she was living with her mum, she had all this debt, her first business had failed and she was really kind of licking her wounds. And, and then she said, one of the questions she asked herself was, what would it look like if I kept my promises to myself? I'm um, paraphrasing that. I don't know if that's exactly what she said, but that was the gist of it. And so I, I, gra I grabbed my iPad <laughs> and I made a long list because I thought, why? Why has this happened, Emma? Why are these things happening? And often it's because I'm rushing and I do this and I gather speed and I start to rush and then generally I physically injure myself. I have, um, I have an amazing dent in my forehead from rushing upstairs to teach a class, carrying a hot cup of tea, this was in August last year, tripping on the stairs and headbutting the metal column. Oh no, it was August the year before, sorry, that was in Pastrana. And, and literally, you know, I had to go to the doctor and, and so when I'm rushing, I do silly things and I cause myself physical pain and I promise myself I won't rush. And then what happens? A few months later, I start to rush again. And, and I suddenly thought, how many of these promises am I not keeping to myself? So this is what I would love for you to do now is just pause and just quickly note down and just think about, okay, what promises have you made to yourself and you haven't kept? And make a list, pause as long as you need. Okay, welcome back. So if you're anything like me, I'm looking at the list that I made. I did it on my, as I said, I did it on the iPad so that I could print it. And there must be 30 things on here. And they range from getting eight hours of sleep a night to decluttering the spare bedroom to turning my screen off at 9 p.m. to getting a haircut. Then there are setting boundaries on my time, putting my oxygen mask on first in terms of my business. So prioritizing delivering and selling before I start volunteering and you know, setting up and helping other people with, with their businesses for free. <laughs> Obviously it's my job to help people with their business uh, when they're paying me. But, but really having this approach of, okay, put your oxygen mask on first and sort yourself out, you know? And then there are other things. I promised myself I wouldn't read the news every day. It really makes me depressed. I promised myself I would do yoga every day. I haven't been doing that. That I would declutter my digital world. So all of these things, and I've written on the end of it, I'm just looking at it, there's a little um, scribbled one, which is Rita Bath. Rita has needed a bath for about two weeks and I keep postponing it because she doesn't like it, you know, and because I get covered in, it's not very pleasant. I also get covered in water and mud and bits of dead animal if she's brought them home. So I made this list and the next thing I did, which I would like you to do now, so ready, bit of work, is under that list, ask yourself, what would it look like if I kept my promises to myself. So pause again and write down 
And what you might find is when you look at this list, some of the things are not important, actually. So you've made promises to yourself like, oh, yeah, I'm going to um, I'm going to read all of the, the literature books that were on my list when I did my GCSEs. Maybe you don't really want to do that. So cross them off. But the things that you do want to do, the promises you haven't kept to yourself that are important, make a list. What would it look like if you kept these promises? To yourself. So on my list, when I wrote that, it was obviously much shorter. So there's ooh, it about eight things, but they're big things. If I kept my promises to myself, I would be physically strong. I would be energized. My dog would be healthy. She would be safe. We would be changing people's minds about this kind of dog. My business would be getting results for my clients every day. It would be making more money. I would be able to donate to organisations that I care about instead of volunteering my time, which does not work for me. <laughs> I don't like volunteering. I do like giving money, okay? And that's all right. I would be able to travel because I would have a relaxed dog and I would have time. My life would be more colourful, more beautiful, more exciting. I would speak three languages fluently and I wouldn't need to feel silly sometimes or impotent. I would feel fucking powerful all the time and I wouldn't be judgmental. Okay, now all of those things, I have flashes of them and I have moments of them, but they're not with me all the time because I don't keep my promises to myself. And your list might be looking the same. And I would love to ask you to think about how do you feel when you're looking at the list? When you think of, okay, if I kept my promises to myself, this is what my life would look like. Does that feel exciting? Does it feel overwhelming? Does it feel motivating? How does it feel? So the next action step is to get momentum. So start your day. And I've been doing this for... I've been doing this for about a week, actually, before um, my Bramble bloody eye incident. And I started by, <laughs> I got such momentum from clearing the tax self-assessment off my list, finally, after having it on my to-do list for several years, that I thought, wow, how would it feel to start my day by smashing something on my procrastination list? So on my daily list... I usually write my, uh, I take a piece of paper and I write result equals at the top of the piece of paper. And that's what I want to achieve that day. And of course I have all the other bits and pieces, which is coaching, delivering, you know, jump onto Instagram, email, all of these things, but I still have one overall result. And after that, I now put procrastinator list and I put whatever's in front of my, uh, at the front of my mind, and I write down three or four things. So um, if I look at yesterday's, what did I have? Oh, emailing my grandparents. That's one that always gets lost. Uh, email my grandparents. I also had, I hope this is a, a lovely ASMR sound for you, not annoying with my um, paper. I'm just having a look at this. Okay, I also had... Yes, to, <laughs> to do some training with Rita. Ah, to buy a MacBook charger because my MacBook charger in the storm made beautiful fizzing noises and I'm too scared to plug it in now. 
Okay, and that's something that I might have put off in the past. I may even have some uh, sellotape around my charger as it is because I put it off previously. <laughs> so starting by looking at, okay, what am I avoiding? And smashing one of those things, getting it done, sets up this momentum for the rest of the day. And I can tell you that momentum keeps building throughout the week. Then the other thing, well, actually, in fact, I also want to say you can either do it in that way. So that's one thing that's working for me is to put one item that I'm procrastinating over or one promise that I haven't kept to myself to do per day or to block off a power hour and have one hour a day where you just, you have it, it's like an overflow and you use that hour to just get through any things that are kind of hanging around. And it's like a cleaning, a cleaning hour for your brain and for your calendar. So I use kind of a bit of both of those things really. Um, the third thing I would like to recommend to you in terms of keeping your promises to yourself is keep it simple. If you are someone like me who delights in the strategy and the planning and the learning, that can leave you not taking action. And I would like to suggest that often this is actually just procrastinating. So creating these perfect plans. Um, I used to do it with fitness and, and with, with my food as well. So that's one of my things, you know, promises I've kept, I haven't kept myself to do exercise every day. Yeah, I walk the dog and I'm outside for three hours, four hours. And that's amazing for my mental health. Am I sweating? No. Is it making me any better at opening bottles of water or jars? No, not really. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay. And, and one of the ways that I've been able to start to do that is I use, I've talked about this before, but the Deliciously Ella app, I love it because I just open it. I pick an exercise. I started doing just 10 minute exercises. And this morning I did 25 minutes of bar. So I'm now naturally choosing 25 minutes rather than 10 minutes of exercise. And I presume, haven't checked it yet, but I presume that will continue so that I'm choosing 45 minute exercises or 60 minute exercises. Okay, so just keep it really simple. Like just have one app or one YouTube channel that you go to. When you do your list, just type it into an empty document in your computer or notes on your phone and print it or just make a list by hand in your notebook. You know, just keep it as simple as possible because the most important thing is to start to get movement and you're learning to trust yourself again. Why don't we keep promises to ourselves? Well, there's two reasons. There's a lot more than two reasons, but there's two main reasons I want to mention today. The first is we don't have the self-worth. We don't respect ourselves enough to put ourselves first. Okay, and that is really sad. And it's not just sad for ourselves, it's sad for the people watching us, the people around us. If you're a parent, if you're a big sister or a big brother, if you're a leader in any capacity, people are looking at you. We're constantly looking at our environment, our circle. You know, a, a classic example of this, if you're someone that has been in different countries or different environments during the pandemic, you'll notice what happens with the mask. So if you're in a country, I went from Spain where we had to wear masks if we were outside at all. And if you didn't wear a mask, you were 
you know, socially standing out like a sore thumb. And then when I went to the UK, no one was wearing the mask, but I was wearing my mask and I noticed people crossing the road to avoid me. This is uh, 18 months ago, I think. So obviously things are different now, but the same in France. I'll have this period where when you're in the countryside, people don't wear the mask, but you arrive in Paris, mask on. Okay, so how do I know to do that? Well, I can check the laws, but the law is important. But as a human, what's more important to me really is what are my community doing? What's happening around me? How, how do I stay safe by doing what they do? Okay, so we're always looking at each other. People are looking back at us. And, you know, that means that we sometimes don't put ourselves first because we're trying to put other people first. The second thing or the second reason that you might not be keeping your promises to yourself are that you don't want to do them. So in that case, if you don't want to do them, just take them off the list. <laughs> don't do them, you know, and just explore. Why are you putting them on your list if you don't really want to do them? And is that arriving from a cultural pressure or is it arriving from uh, just habit? If you've always done something a certain way, you've thought it was important, but actually it's not. So. There you go. I would love to know how you get on. And if you want any more help with coaching and things like this, I've got spaces open for one-to-one -one coaching at the moment, or you can always join the Life Atelier.